on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with FootballScoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans. TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress. New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday. Mr. Jeff Perlman. The voice of the Blue. Blue Raiders, Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Thank you guys for hanging out with us here on this Wednesday edition of the show. Coming to you live on location from the Murphy Center in Murfreesboro for the Blue Cross Hoops Championships Class A quarterfinals today up until uh, about 6 o'clock. Final game in that, that quarterfinal. That's Class A tournament starts at 4. we got Class AA action in, seg- in session number three later this evening uh, as we wind down winter sports in the TWSAA season and get ready for spring sports. And if you have been outside this week at all, you feel like spring sports should be in, ongoing in full swing <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it has been a beautiful week and hopefully – that continues. Be a great, be a great week for some scrimmages, would it not, Aye. Coach Paul Lamb on the Parks Motor, Sa- uh, Motor Sales Hotline? I'm just going to go ahead and deflect that uh, question right there, um, Mo. <laughs> but it sure, it sure would be nice to be having some preseason games against somebody other than ourselves. But uh, that's neither here nor there. He's trying to get you in trouble this morning, Coach. <laughs> Setting you up for failure I, I out just, of the gate. I, I, I just figured it was 9.20. Maybe he wasn't quite awake yet. Maybe <laughs> I could get him to, to bite on something, um, you uh, know, that started over the middle of the plate but just kind of started to break away, uh, you know. I thought, yeah, yeah, it faded out of the zone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Coach yeah, Paul, but the weather, the weather has been just absolutely gorgeous. You know, it's hard to believe that just – a couple weeks ago, we had snowmageddon, but since then, it's just been absolutely beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> coach Paul Lamb, Spring Hill Baseball Coach, joining us here on Coach's Corner, presented weekly by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill, um, right at the end of 99, as you make the right going to Henry Horton. Please make the right. Don't make the left, as someone so infamously did once, but... <laughs> Um, anyway, coach, um, without 
those preseason games that you choose not to talk about. <laughs> How are practices going for you guys as you get ready to get started next week? I mean, it, you know, we're in the same boat as everybody else. I mean, you're trying to enter squad, enter squad, enter squad so much. And, you know, you, you have to kind of ride that fine line between do I do I split the teams evenly? Do I put what we believe is going to be our, our top nine or ten or eleven guys in some different rotations from the mound standpoint out there together or do you split? And we've done both. Um, and I think it's gone as good as it possibly could for us. You know, luckily we're in a, a case this year where a lot of our questions are sort of already answered because we have such a veteran group coming back. And quite honestly, quite a few of those guys, upwards of six of them, have started every day since their freshman year. Um, so, you know, that helps. I'm sure there are people out there that are in much worse situations than we are as far as having to, you know, find their entire starting nine or ten guys. So, you know, I think we're blessed in that sense. But, you know, it's still tough. You want to suit up against somebody else and they kind of, it kind of hurts that game one is going to be the first time that that happens, but you know you make do. So, is what it is. You know, talking to um, talking to Blake Rochelle, the coach out at Hampshire, he made the point that you know, given the way things went last year, for some folks, and this won't be the case for y'all, but for a lot of folks, this will be the first live pitching when they go out on the field Monday, the first live pitching they've seen in two years. You know, against- yeah, and I, you know, I, I think in some sense, you know, some people have blinders on um, as far as as that goes sometimes because while we didn't get to have a high school season, we have 35 players on roster and 35 out of those 35 played last summer. Mm-hmm. You know, they played some form of baseball from the time that the world basically said that that was okay through the time school started back. So, you know, while they didn't get the high school reps here in the spring, you know, just about all those guys got a ton of reps during the summer. So, you know, that was kind of a saving grace, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. It hasn't necessarily been a year since most of those guys have, in fact, played the game against somebody else. Yeah, we, we watched several of those summer games, and that was nice to, to have the ability to, to, to see those kids get a chance to play a little bit. But that, and that's, yeah. that's of course, the, you know, that, that's, that's par for the course at Spring Hill. That may not necessarily be par for the course at other, yeah. at other schools. And that's, you know, that's something that, that makes your program a little different is you've got guys who are really committed to playing baseball. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, it, it helps. You know, it's – it's not like it was, you know, five to seven years ago where we still took the high school program into the summer. Um, summer baseball, travel baseball, if you will, has kind of evolved to where there's there's more than just opportunities out there for your top-tier college prospect guys. You know, there's opportunities out there for, for guys that just need to get reps in. And, you know, a lot of us that, that did so much during the summer, I mean, there was a time where myself, Brad Myers up at GCA when he was at BGA, uh, Coach Pickle down the road, you know, we all had a, a, a summer league that was just 
fantastic, but so many have, you know, kind of went the way of getting players placed on different teams that that's just kind of the nature of the beast now. And no, it's not that way everywhere, but, you know, for a lot of the programs here in Middle Tennessee, we are blessed with so many good organizations that do a good job of not only taking care of their players, making sure they play against high competition during those summer months, you know, that, that we don't mind kind of taking a step back. So, you know, it's really, really helped some of their development. Well, speaking with Coach Paul Lamb of Spring Hill Baseball on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, and Coach's Corner brought to you by From the Heart Cafe in Chapel Hill. Coach, uh, as we sit here in Murfreesboro uh, at the Murphy Center, you've got got one particular player who will be spending the next couple of years here uh, and and I know you are looking forward to to seeing Jackson Marbot uh, play for you for one more year. Unfortunately, didn't get a chance to see him last year as a junior, but uh, this is going to be a big year for him. It is, um, you know, himself and, and quite a few of his senior teammates. You know, they're a special group. They were a special group when they were younger, a special group when they were in middle school, and you know have have been a good group. They were thrown into the fire as freshmen. We had a big turnover from an outstanding 2017 class that was one of the best, you know, classes we've ever had come through here. And those guys were thrown into the fire into one of the best, if not the best overall district in the state. And they have just, you know, they've, they're battle tested. Jackson in particular, he has just worked his rear end off, putting on weight in the weight room. Um, you know, his velocity's increased. He actually hit a PR for himself the other day of 92. And, you know, he, he really takes care of his arm. And, you know, it's, it's going to be fun to watch him. And, I mean, he's one of those dual-threat guys that, you know, he can also swing the bat and hit it a long, long way when, when he's on. So, you know, we're looking, we're looking forward to seeing what he does this year and then on throughout the rest of his career as well. That's what I was getting ready to ask you, Paul. You know, where does Middle like him, or, or where do you where do you think he fits best? Is he a is he a stick? Is he an arm collegially? And and I know you that know, I know Middle certainly doesn't have a problem doing both and doing both with Spring Hill guys. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, and I mean, I think that was kind of honestly, you know, everybody looks at you know, obviously the Marbit name. You think of the Godfather and and Mr. Bill Marbit and. You know, he played football at MTSU, and then um, Jackson's father, Lee, he played baseball at MTSU, and people kind of think that, that that was his draw there, and, you know, partly so, but also one of the biggest draws for Jackson was that they were going to give him the opportunity to do both. And there are a lot of colleges out there, quite a few that recruited him, that, you know, were, were very adamant about you're going to do one of the other. And I think you're starting to see more colleges. You're getting two players for the price of one, so why not? Especially uh, with know, 11.7 I mean, look, scholarships. Exactly. And, I mean, you look at middle right now. They've got, you know, our alumni, Bryson Thomas, and he's capable of doing both. You've got Peyton Wigington, you know, who hails from Page High School, who's able to do both at a high level. And, I mean, if guys can do it, and guys can produce. I just see no reason why not to give them a shot. And Jackson is going to have a shot to do both as far as a position guy. You know, he's either going to be a, a third baseman 
or a, or a corner outfield guy, you know, most likely. And he can do both well. Um, but he's, he's really worked on arm strength, and it's definitely, definitely starting to show, you know, as we get on to the year, I think you're really going to see his potential come out on the bump as well. You know, we were talking yesterday, um, Todd Helton was among three Tennessee uh-huh. alumni that found out yesterday, uh, a couple of days ago that they are going to be in the 2021 Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame induction class. And I mentioned, you know, yeah, I mentioned that Helton was, you know, a two-way guy at UT um, coming out oh, of the yeah. for them. And, and that was – two-way guys were sort of in their heyday in the SEC at that point because I remember Florida had Brad Wilkinson um, mm-hmm. and, and um, Auburn had Tim Hudson who was all SEC yep. both on the bump and in center field his junior year. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, I, and I don't know when exactly we got away from that, but it really, like you said, it makes sense. If you got a guy that can do both, why would you limit him? Yeah, absolutely. And, again, you mentioned the 11 points. I mean, that it, you get two players for the price of one. So I think more colleges, especially at the Division One level, you know, JUCO's always kind of done it. They've never really gotten away from it. But at the Division One level, they're really starting to look hard at that. Like, look, this kid, he's just a flat-out athlete. He can do it both on the mound. You know, Reed Hayes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Did Reed swing it for Vandy as well? I cannot remember. They I- had a kid from Walters that pitched and hit, but I can't remember if it was Reed Hayes or not. But, I mean, like I said, even at the highest level, mm-hmm. you know, they're starting to look at that. So that was definitely one of the draws for Jackson there. Coach, as you – move into the final season of this district you talk about it being one of the toughest districts in the state uh, top to bottom it's um it's going to be a a little bit kind of a farewell tour for many of these these teams and teams you'll you won't see in the future but uh how, how do you feel like your team stacks up against this tough district you know i mean it, it, that's the thing chris i mean we do have such a good you know, core returning team, and we do have some new guys that are going to step in and, and fill some roles. And I think we've got a very good, solid high school baseball team. And, you know, in this district, is that enough? Absolutely <laughs> right? not. It, it, it's, it's, it's not enough. And you have to you have to find a way for it to go further than just being a solid high school program when it comes to this district, every game, every run, every out is huge. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people, you know, they may complain about this district. We love it. I mean, we absolutely, we love the competition. We love knowing that every game is going to be a great baseball game. Every day you're going to face a good pitcher, good hitters in the box. I mean, we absolutely love it. So, you know, it's, it's a state tournament marathon season in itself and then the district tournament you know and i've seen enough of them you know to our program's credit it is like that of the state tournament i mean it's that good and you know it's just it's awesome baseball every day and and you know to your point paul the fact that you have to be more than just a solid high school team i would imagine that makes last spring a little bit more disappointing for you because you guys were off to a great start yeah, we were, and, you know, I think after all the dust settled from the decision to, to end the season, yeah, we were proud of what we did for the limited amount of time that we were able to do it. We were doing things the right way, 
we were playing the game at a high level and you know who knows what could have been but I think that really set the stage for this year and I think it made those guys that were juniors last year and seniors now they're really really hungry and when these guys are hungry I think they're as good a team as there is out there so you know we're going to see what they do with it Coach Paul Lamb on the Parks Murder Sales Hotline visiting on Coach's Corner, brought to you by From the Heart Cafe. Coach, thanks so much for taking time with us today. We look forward to getting started next week with uh, high school baseball. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And give a shout-out to my uh, alma mater, um, Lady Mustangs and Coach Rutledge. Hope they do well. What time do they play today? They play at 11.30. They will take on Cloudland. 11.30. That's right. Coming right up. Well, good luck to them, and uh, appreciate you guys, and you guys be safe. Hey, Coach, remind us real quick, who do you open against Monday? We open up at home with Giles County High School and then travel to Giles County on Tuesday. What time? 6.30 both days. Sounds good. All right, speaking of that, Loretto team, we will talk on the other side of the break with Matt Laws, who will of Carter County Sports, who will help us preview that Loretto uh, Cloudland game. So we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.